This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We wish you a warm welcome from the radio and internet ministries of the Christian Crusaders. The COVID-19 pandemic makes life uncertain these days. We're all affected by it, even if we're not infected with it. So how do you face the uncertainties of life? Join us as Pastor Steve Kramer continues his sermon series, Living the Jesus Life, with today's message, Keeping Hope in the Midst of Uncertainties. What's the best way to face the uncertainties of life with confidence? Stay with us. Find out the answer to that question today as we continue our sermon series, Living the Jesus Life. We begin our service in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's pray together. Holy God and Father, we come to worship in need of a reassuring word from you. The world has become scary to us lately, and so we lift our eyes and open our hearts to you again so that we can face this coming week victoriously. Amen.
Our reading for today is from Philippians chapter 2, beginning at verse 19. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, so that I too may be cheered by news of you. For I have no one like him who will be genuinely concerned for your welfare. For they all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know Timothy's proven worth, how as a son with a father he has served with me in the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him just as soon as I see how it will go with me. And I trust in the Lord that shortly I myself will come also. I have thought it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother and fellow worker and fellow soldier, and your messenger and minister to my need. For he has been longing for you all and has been distressed because you heard that he was ill. Indeed, he was ill, near to death. But God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. I am the more eager to send him, therefore, that you may rejoice at seeing him again, and that I may be less anxious. So, receive him in the Lord with all joy, and honor such men, for he nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me. Give me 
Dear friends, I have found it difficult to live with uncertainties in my life. Maybe you have too, especially those things over which we have little control. Lately with the COVID-19 pandemic, we've been living with lots of uncertainties. Will I get this virus? It seems to be taking over our world. If I do, will I survive it? Will I have to die alone if it takes my life? When can I be out and about again and not cooped up in my home? When can I get back to my normal life of being back at work and being with friends and physically worshiping and meeting with my congregation? When can I wrap my arms around those children and grandchildren again that I so miss? Will I regain my financial losses from these past few weeks? Will I have unemployment? And the questions go on and on. Uncertainties. And they, of course, fuel our anxiety. We all have to face uncertainties in life, whether you're a Christian or not. It's a part of living in a broken world. We see that to be the case with the Apostle Paul. He's living with uncertainties in his life, such as whether or not he's going to get out of prison, what the outcome of his trial would be, would he get out of this situation alive. He had uncertainty about how the churches he had planted so carefully were now doing. He had uncertainties about some of the church leaders and false teachers going after followers from his congregations. We know from today's passage that he suffered through the uncertainty of Epaphroditus' illness and whether he would recover or die. He even talks of having sorrows in his life as he misses his freedom to travel and start new churches for the kingdom of God. Would he ever get back on the road again for Christ or not? Paul was facing lots of uncertainties in his life. Yet in the midst of all this uncertainty, Paul talks of having joy and rejoicing, and confident hope. <laughs> you have to wonder, where is that coming from with all of this uncertainty? What's keeping Paul going? Well, he tells us in our passage for today. First of all, he tells us that he had the present, risen Lord Jesus with him in all of these circumstances. Look at that opening statement. I hope which means I have confidence or I'm trusting in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy. I hope in the Lord Jesus, not myself, not luck, not what the pundits of the day are saying. I hope in the Lord Jesus. My hope is there. It must be emphasized that Paul's confidence resides in Christ as a living and active person in his life, not as a heavenly guarantee of his private desire. We just celebrated Easter three weeks ago. We celebrated that earth-shaking news that Christ is risen, he's risen indeed, that death is defeated, and sin is paid for, and Jesus is Lord, and he's alive and present for those who trust in him. Remember the road to Emmaus story, Along a country road, two friends were joined by an unknown traveler. 
The two of them were in despair, mourning the death of the Lord Jesus. We had hoped, hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel, they said to the stranger. They were expecting to share their sorrow as they walked along the way. Instead, it was hope that met them on the road. Hope opened the scriptures to them. Hope broke bread with them. And hope still does with us. Later, the Apostle Peter would write, We have been born anew to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He's alive. He's on the loose. And he's told us, Lo, I am with you always. Or in John's Gospel, I will not leave you orphaned, but I will come to you. That's what the Apostle Paul was experiencing as he said to those Philippians, I hope in the Lord Jesus Christ to send Timothy to you. There was a personal dynamic relationship with the living Lord Jesus Christ at work there. I love the old story about Christian writer G.K. Chesterton, who was approached by a reporter in London one day who asked him in an interview, I understand you recently became a Christian. Can I ask you a question? Chesterton responded, sure. Suppose the risen Jesus were to stand behind you. What would you do? And Chesterton responded, but he is. That's our confidence, our hope as Christ followers. Think of the implications that the risen Lord is with us. No moment of life will ever be faced alone as we follow him and serve him in the world. He's not gone. The world can't see him, but we can by faith in the crucified and risen Christ. And he is not only with us, but he is Lord, meaning he's God himself, all-powerful, and he's active in this world. There's no hands-off policy at work here with him. He's making things happen through the working of his Holy Spirit in us and around us. He has the last word over this world as its Lord, promising us that we'll see him face to face on the grand finale day, a new heaven and a new earth. No more sorrow or suffering or tears. He'll wipe tears away from our eyes. What a glorious day to look forward to. And we know that whether we live or whether we die, we're his forever. We read of his activity in this passage before us. God had mercy on Epaphroditus, not only on him, but on me, healing him lest I should have sorrow after sorrow, Paul says. God is not distant, aloof, and inactive. Paul's experiencing him in that relationship with Christ. You just need to look around. The world is full of his presence and his glory. I love what John Stott, that great old pastor who graduated uh, not long ago, wrote. He said, the, the, the Jesus who was born into our world and who lived and died in first century Palestine also rose from the dead, is now alive forever, and is available and accessible to his people. Christ isn't to be relegated like other religious leaders to history and the history books. He's not dead and gone, finished and fossilized. He's alive and active, and he calls us to follow him, and he offers himself to us as our indwelling and transforming Savior. I love that. So how do we face uncertainties 
by trusting in Christ Jesus and constantly calling upon him, believing that he is here with us, that is a certainty to claim in the midst of uncertainties. But let's admit it. We long to see Jesus face to face. And even though we have his words of promise to trust in, sometimes we need God with skin on. It's like the little the story about the little girl who, whose mom heard her crying in the middle of the night. And mom went in and, and said, don't be afraid. You know, there's a storm going on and it's dark in the room, but don't be afraid. Jesus is with you. And the little girl said, I know, but right now I need Jesus with skin on. And that's what Paul had at work in his life. Jesus with skin on. And Jesus provides himself for us that way as well. We see Paul expressing his gratitude, you see, for, for Timothy and Epaphroditus, who had come to be with Paul. Epaphroditus had come on behalf of the Philippians, who couldn't be there physically with him, so they sent Epaphroditus. And those two men were Jesus with skin on for the Apostle Paul. You see, the Christian life was never meant to be a lonely march, but walking in company. If you're in Christ, he has provided Timothys and Teresas and Toms and Epaphroditus's and Elaine's and Elliot's and on and on. Those two guys were with him, not only bringing him financial support and physical, but moral support with their presence as well for, the, for those tough, uncertain days. Perhaps you can think of a few Timothys and Epaphroditus's in your own life with Christ. Think back of people who have shown us that they're there with us when they call and they write and they come and encourage. I recall a story in my life from a few years ago. It was a rough time in my ministry. I had been criticized in a tough manner by someone. It really did me in. I reached out to two trustworthy brothers in the faith. And the next thing I knew, they had called me and asked if they could come in and be with me and pray with me. They built me back up that day. They carried me. They were my Jesus with skin on, carrying their brother. Thank God for provision like that. Sometimes we need to just open our eyes and see him as he comes and approaches us in the faces of others. It's like that funny little story about the guy who's standing on his rooftop and there's a flood. The flood waters are rising to the roof and a guy comes by in his canoe. He said, get in, I'll take you to safety. And the guy said, no, God's going to take care of me. And then another one came by, a boat came by and he said, get in, I'll, we'll take you to safety. And he said, no, thanks. God is with me. He'll take care of me. And he'll save me. And then finally a helicopter flew overhead and a rope dropped and they yelled down to him, hang on to the rope, we'll pull you up and take you to safety. And the man said, no, God is going to save me. And then the waters came up and the man drowned. And he stood before the Lord in his heaven. 
And he said, Lord, I thought you would save me. I'm a little disappointed. And the Lord said, what do you mean? I sent you a canoe, a boat, and a helicopter. What more did you need? <laughs> well, thanks be to God. In the midst of life's uncertainties, there's something there that we can always be certain of. For the person who is living life with Jesus and trusting in him for salvation, there's the assurance that in the midst of uncertainties that life throws our ways, he is with us. He is with us. And we can hope in him. We can be right alongside of old Paul when he said in Romans, I'm convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. I'm convinced, Paul said. It's a testimony based on personal experience. Paul's relationship with the living present Jesus. This was not theory. This was testimony. Do you have that kind of confidence at work in your life today? Because, friend, you can. By placing your trust in Jesus Christ right now, asking him in, surrendering yourself to his care and direction. Listen to this testimony from someone who knows the risen Christ well. He says, the most wonderful thing that can happen to any one of us is to have that most profound of all experiences, to know Jesus Christ personally. You can hear about him all your life and never really know him. You can believe that, that he lived and respect him and honor him as a great historical figure. But when at last you experience his reality for you, when he comes out of that stained glass window and out of the books and becomes your living personal savior, then you can walk through all manner of darkness, pain, and trouble and be unafraid. Friend, when you have Jesus Christ in your life, you have a friend to turn to in prayer. He says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. That's an invitation to open up your life to him in prayer. He makes the first approach. I want to be part of your life. When you have Jesus, you have a family to walk with you besides to support you. Who, Christ, who is Jesus with skin on for you? Who can encourage you? Because those who belong to Christ belong to those who belong to Christ. You can connect with your family. And face those uncertainties with, with your brothers and sisters as you call on them. Take advantage of that resource. So uncertainties, you see, will always come knocking at our door. But there is one certainty you can face them with. And that certainty is you are not alone. Jesus is with us. Like the Easter hymn testifies, he lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and he talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives, he lives within my heart. Amen. Just a closer walk with Thee Granted Jesus is my plea 
Thou art strong Jesus keep me From all wrong I'll be satisfied As long As I walk Let me walk Close to Thee Just a closer walk with Thee Granted Jesus is my plea Daily walking close to Thee Let it be Now, as you go on your way, may Christ go with you. May he go before you to show you the way, behind you to encourage you, beside you to befriend you, above you to watch over, and within you to give you his peace. Amen. You've been worshiping with the radio and internet ministries of the Christian Crusaders. We pray you have found encouragement and hope in today's message. Uncertainties will always come knocking at our door, but there is one certainty— you can face them with. We are not alone. He is with us always. Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit, listener-supported ministry, and we are thankful for your prayers and gifts. Many of us in these times of social distancing and shelter-in-place living are searching for ways to stay connected. We invite you to visit our website, christiancrusaders.org. You'll find our podcast, daily dose devotionals, and other helps for your Christian walk. Follow us on Facebook or try the new old-fashioned way and write us. It's helpful and healing to share your thoughts and concerns with other Christians, and we'd love to hear from you and include your concerns in our prayers. Send your letters to Christian Crusaders, 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613. Or email us at info at Christian Crusaders, all one word, Dot org. You can also call us toll-free at 1-888-693-2484. Remember, you're never alone. The CC Podcast is a series of authentic, inspiring, and below-the-surface conversations with people sharing stories of trusting God. We are confident you'll find these podcasts informative, inspirational, and a blessing to you and your family. Subscribe to the CC Podcast on your tablet or smartphone using Spotify, Apple Podcast, or Google Podcast today. We are thrilled you were able to worship with us today, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting the service was our speaker, Pastor Steve Kramer. Christian Crusaders has been broadcasting biblical truth continuously since 1936.